0: Barkley put it. <laughs> looking like another grease Paul night in Philly, Philly, Philly. Philly. Yeah. Welcome in, everybody. Welcome in to episode 39 of the Grease Paul Podcast. However, you're taking part. Appreciate you doing so. As always, you can follow along on IG at Grease Paul Podcast. Subscribe, rate, and review. Every episode is available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. New episodes available every Monday except for last week when your boy got the COVID booster and came home from work and sat on his ass for a couple hours like a bum. But nonetheless, we are here right now. And I'm very pumped to uh, welcome in our guest for today's pod. One of the uh, missions I had a New Year's resolution, if you will, was to do more guests in year two of the pod. And I am pumped to have this guy on. I would like to welcome to the pod Andrew Atheist, aka the Reese's guy. Andrew, how you doing tonight, man?
1: I'm good. I'm good. You know, it's funny you said that you had the uh, COVID booster. I actually just tested positive this weekend, so I'm coming through with it on my own a little bit. But Did- I'm
0: surviving. So how how are the like what are you feeling right now man because I've I've known a couple people that have had it and it's it's a at least from afar and it seems like it affects everybody differently. What are you going through right now?
1: Uh right so I still have my taste so I can taste everything. That's that's good. Right. Um it's 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 mostly just like sinuses if anything. Like I feel tired but other than that I I feel fine.
0: Okay. Okay. So at least it's nothing you know crippling. You know what I mean? I mean yeah. hopefully you're not you know, you're not in the demo to where, you know, it, it seems like it would be super urgent. So, you know, that's that's a plus as well. Um, you're a Philly guy, man. So I want to before we get into, you know, the the fun part, not that this is fun as well, but <laughs> you're a Philly guy. Uh, yeah, it's sure. it's been an eventful off season obviously it always is man i I know it's like we can't even get a break for you know the six month that there aren't any games on we still have to have constant heart attacks and reasons to drink even when there's not games going on uh doug peterson got canned where are you at on the hiring of nick sirianni what are your first impressions of uh of the new hc
1: so here's my thing. I, I don't know much about Nick Sirianni. You know, I'm not one of those guys who knows everything about every head coach in the NFL or every offensive coordinator in the NFL. Um, from what I've seen, just from following, you know, everyone on Twitter, Nick seems like a high energy kind of guy. You know, he doesn't seem like the, the kind of guy who kind of gets pushed around. But Again, we when Doug got hired, I didn't know much about Doug, and we we saw what Doug could and couldn't do when he played, or mm-hmm. I guess when uh, he coached. And we're we're gonna have to sit here and see what Nick Sirianni does when he coaches. You know, I'm not I'm not a big fan of uh, you know judging people before the first snap of the play.
0: Agree, agree. I think you got to give him – he was getting hammered for his, for his press conference because he couldn't speak English too well, and he was nervous, obviously. And you know how social media is, especially amongst the Eagles fan base. They were going wild and hammering the guy. Like, you got to at least let him coach a game first. Right. So – Car, you know, the news broke. It, it all hell break loose over the weekend with the franchise, Carson Wentz. I've been an avid defender of his, and you know, ever since we started the pod, anyway, he's just done nothing but make me look foolish. <laughs> but he wants his he wants his way out, apparently, and that's what seems to happen. Where are you at uh, with number eleven? The whole fiasco, the the way the way his tenure's gone in Philly, and where it stands now.
1: You know, he's he's still a young kid. Right. And the thing that we forget about all these football players, because they're all like seven feet tall, 200 something pounds. We all think that they're like 30, 40 year old men. Like these are kids, you know, and Carson Wentz just signed like the the gigantic contract. And that comes with a lot of pressure. Yep. And, you know, uh, playing in Philly is tough. Literally any athlete will tell you that any fan base will tell you that anyone will tell you that. You know, and when we say it's tough, we don't mean that, you know, the fans are just tough. It, there's a lot of expectations, you know, game to game, week to week, year to year. And not only people can handle that. We we would like them to. We would think they could. But, you know, I think Carson is right in his own mind that, you know, if he's not wanted here, you know, why be here? You know, he's, he's still young enough and in his prime, not in his prime, but young enough to still go out and be a great quarterback. And the fact that all these teams... Rumored, are you know itching to get him on to you know their team proves that you know they think that he's still a quality quarterback. It's just that he needs some better coaching that Doug Peterson can't provide. And you know I'm I'm not Jeffrey Lurie. You know I'm not Howie Roseman. You know I, as much as the city of Philadelphia likes to think that we own this team, you know <laughs> we don't really get to see. We don't really get to see everything, right? Uh, that that happens to these athletes in practice, in you know, online, and you know, everything that happens in their daily lives. So, you know, listen, I wish Carson the best. The way that Philadelphia sports works is that Carson's probably going to leave Philly and go on to be the next Tom Brady and yep. go on to win, you know, ten more Super Bowls. <laughs> That's just how this city works when we yep. get rid of people. But you know, I, I wish him nothing but the best, and I hope that whatever we get in exchange is a smart deal. And I hope that, you know, if we're going to go forward with Jalen Hurts or whoever we get out of this, we go forward with it. Cause that's really all we can do is just go forward.
0: I agree a hundred percent. That's why I was going to, what I was going to ask you next is because if, if, if I, I'll give Howie Roseman this and I've, I've hammered as most of the fan base uh, has hammered him in recent weeks for, you know, his role in this team being where it is now you invest a second-round pick last year in Jalen Hurts, and certainly you feel like that's a catalyst of why Carson wants to get the hell out of here now. If we bring back a first-rounder in the deal, this is the first time, at least in my lifetime, that the Birds are going to have two first-rounders. Do you do you invest one in one of these young quarterbacks if they're there at six overall and then take the 20th, 21st pick, be it Chicago or Indianapolis on a on another piece? Or do you, you put them both and you take both picks and invest them And try to maybe give Jalen Hurts a year or two and see what he can do since they invested such a high pick in him.
1: Uh, You know, I I would love to believe that Howie Roseman and, you know, the entire front office likes to read all of our tweets. I don't think they do. (laughs) But if they did, (coughs) they would, uh, you know, understand that if they did take a top number one pick or a a second round pick and used it on a quarterback, this city will burn to the ground. There will be a lot of grease poles mm-hmm. that will be climbed. <laughs> if, you know, they decide to pick another quarterback after all the fiasco that we just went through uh with this quarterback drama. So I don't think they will. Um I think they're, they're going to at least drop some picks on offensive linemen and yeah. let, you know, let's say, all right, let's protect Jalen and see what this kid can do. If that's what we're going to go forward with, let's go forward with it and let's protect the kid. And if we protect him with a solid offensive line, and we get him some weapons, and he still can't perform, then you know what? Fine, we we go back to the drawing board. That's all football is: it's going back to the drawing board and figure out what combination of players work.
0: I agree. And and you see last in last night's Super Bowl, even as much as we you know Patrick Mahomes kind of has this aura of invincibility around him. Even a guy like him, you know, and this is something I've been saying on the pod for months, going back to you know September October when the issue started to happen with Carson. It does not matter who you are if you don't have an offensive line to keep you upright you're rendered ineffective even as great as Patrick Mahomes there's a stat that he ran like almost 500 yards in the pocket yesterday or last night trying to avoid you know rush you know pass rush from Tampa Bay so it it all goes like you said man it it begins and ends in the trenches and it it no offensive line can make any quarterback look ordinary see last night um Let's get into, you're the Reese's guy, man, and I want to I, I delve into this with you a bit, man, because I'm really, really curious how, because I, I love Reese's, man, and, and I Justin, my producers, the same way. I think everybody does. that has a pulse, right? How did you- Except those
1: are like peanut allergies. I've come across <laughs> a few of those.
0: I don't know how they enjoy life, man. I couldn't, I couldn't live without peanut butter, man. But uh, it, it, how, how did this come to be, man? Give me the backstory. So, believe it or not,
1: this actually has Philly roots uh, to the whole thing, and it's it's crazy. So, like, yeah, Reese's is my favorite candy, and <laughs> I've eaten it as a kid, you know, as far back as I can remember, I was trading it for Halloween, you know, with my brother or any of my friends. i like, hey, you know, you got, like, ten Skittles over there. Like, I got, I'll, I'll, I'll trade you your your Reese's for my Skittles. Yeah, <laughs> have more. Skittles. So, like, you know, I've always loved Reese's, but uh, three years ago, Reese's had this announced a contest for who's the world's biggest Reese's fan. And it was for $10,000. Okay. Now I don't know about you, but I would love to have $10,000 all because I like my favorite candy.
0: Right. Right. I'm right. mad. I missed this deal, man.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it, it, it's kind of sneaky how they did this. Like they kind of flew it under the radar. Like I only knew about it because people tagged me in it. Right. And they're like, Hey man, cause like everyone, like everyone who knows me knows that I love three things. Iron Man, Reese's, and the sound of my own voice. So you know, they they were all telling me like, hey, man, you got to try this contest. Ten grand for Reese's. And I was like, all right, I'm in. So as I'm trying to figure out, you know, what to do to win this contest, I heard through the grapevine that there was this little girl named Reese Eleanor Cup or Reese E. Cup. Oh, wow! So, you know, there's there's this family out there. And they named their daughter because their last name is Cup, C-U-P-P. And they named their daughter after their favorite candy. And, you know, I don't know who you are. I don't care what you do for a contest like this. You're not going to beat a 10-year-old little girl that's named after the company.
0: No, no, not at
1: all. Right. Right. So lo and behold, the the company gave it to her. Um, I didn't even try to even enter the contest because it didn't matter what I was going to do. I was going to lose this. So a week later... You know, after being depressed for the first time in my life, uh, (laughs) Wawa surprisingly announced a Who's Our Biggest Reese's Wawa fan. Okay. And I was like, okay, this is like the first time I ever felt God like open up the clouds and be like, (laughs) fear not my child. I have a gift for you. Right. Uh, So, you know, for the first time that I heard this, the first thing I did was I checked to make sure that there was no one named Wawa Reese. No one named Reese Wawa. <laughs> there was nobody on the face of the earth that was trying to win this contest based off the name. So I'm like, I'm not going to lose a contest two times in a row for someone being named after the product.
0: <laughs> right, right.
1: So uh, after after I was all in the clear, uh, I had this idea. And I was, so I used to be in an acapella group when I was in college. Okay. So very used to singing and performing. And my buddy, who uh, lived in upstate New York at the time, was a videographer and I called him up and I said, Hey man, I've got this really stupid idea. And the first thing out of his mouth was, I'm on my way. I was living in New York City at the time. <laughs> and all I had to say was, I've got this really stupid idea. And he was ready to drive from upstate New York all the way down to New York City to help me with whatever the stupid idea it was.
0: Hell yeah. Say no more. Right. So
1: you know as he's coming down, I explained that there's a contest and you know I want to win it. And my idea for it was I was going to take a song. I was going to make a music video, just full out highly produced music video about how much I love Reese's. So I took that song by Eminem where it's like, now this seems like a job for me. Yeah. So everyone, like that classic <laughs> Eminem song. Right, right. I took that and made it all about Reese's. And yeah. my buddy and I, we, we did the audio in my bathroom on like a Friday. And then Saturday we went around my neighborhood and just like filmed shots. Sunday we edited, Monday we released it to the world.
0: Yes, and
1: it went viral, and you know, it, it, we we spammed it everywhere. And the people who worked at Wawa and Reese's like slid into my DM saying, "Hey, listen, uh, if no one else makes like this epic music video like you did, like you had this contest in the bag. like legally we're not allowed to tell you this, but like <laughs> you you won the contest."
0: Right, right. That so is...
1: you know, essentially, I did that um and that was kind of supposed to be the end of it but me being the creative person that i am uh that kind of sparked other ideas so i had written an email out to the people at hershey because i firmly believe that in this day and age we're like one linkedin address away from you know decision makers at any company right so i sent out an email and i sent out linkedin requests to you know the people who work at hershey the company that owns reese's and i said hey You know, I'm the guy that uh, won your Reese's contest. Uh, I was wondering if you needed any other creative ideas. It seemed like the Internet loved this. Uh, You know, if you want to partner up sometime, I'm full of ideas. Let me know. Uh, A few months later, they reached out and they said that, oh, we know exactly who you are. We love what you did. Um, And they actually came out to New York City to see me. And they got to know me and got to know, you know, everything I'm about and how much I love Reese's and know pretty much the story of what I just told you. Right. But then they were like, all right, well, what's this next idea that you have? And I told them that I want to take Mariah Carey's all I want for Christmas is you and turn it into all I want for Christmas is Reese's. I want to do another music video. uh, (laughs) That's just as epic uh, for Christmas. So they sent me like a U-Haul truck of white chocolate Reese's cups Filled from the back to the front, bottom to the top Yo. with a note that says, have fun. So uh, I made a music video with all of those white chocolate Reese's at like this snow resort. And that went viral. And, you know, once you make two music videos, you know, you kind of have to call yourself the Reese's guy. Because then I made like three or four after that. I changed my Instagram handle. Well, my Instagram name to the Reese's guy. I changed all my stuff. I went big on TikTok. So you know, slowly but surely, a bunch of snowflakes turn into a snowball and turn into an avalanche with all of this Reese's stuff.
0: No, and it's a great way to capitalize, man, and and it's one of the perks of living in the day and age we do now. And I I I I love the concept of of how you got to where you're at. I had no idea this backstory. What is the the situation? You mentioned you've kind of got a partnership with Reese's and everything, or you know, Hershey, uh, the parent company. What is, do they, is there like swag deals? Do they like, what is the, what is the, the perks that you get, I guess, for lack of a better term, like what are they sending to you on the regular anything? What do you get type deal? I'm just curious.
1: Yeah. So I mean I, I wouldn't necessarily call it like a a partnership or, you know, a, a deal per se. Like it's not like I had to sign a contract right. that says, you know, every time you post this, we'll pay you this. Like it's not really that. It's it's a lot, lot lighter, a lot looser than that. Um, it's just that I've built such a great relationship with the marketing team and the PR team at the company. And in fact, my best friend actually now works for Hershey. Um oh, wow. but it's just that I built such a great rapport that they kind of returned the favor by uh, they've they've sent me some Reese's products that weren't originally sold yet. Yeah. So uh, like any products that are kind of out now, like the new uh, marshmallow top Reese's, I don't know if you've seen those, but if you go to Wawa around like the Easter candy section of any Wawa there, you'll see like these Reese's that have like a white layering on top. It's a marshmallow flavored chocolate. Ooh. Like I got to try that like before anybody else did. Um, there's a Reese's snack cake that yep. came out in November. I got to try that like the summer before. <laughs> so, you know, they, they occasionally send me, you know, new Reese's products before they hit shelves. And I kind of get to talk about it and, you know, little little brag that I get to, you know, eat it before anybody else. Um, you know, if they sent me money, you know, I'd be using that money to probably buy Reese's anyway. For sure, so right. they're kind of meeting me in the middle a little
0: bit. <laughs> right, right. Scratch my back, I scratch yours. Well, it's funny because I had on Friday when I left work, I had... I I made a stop and I saw the snack cakes and instantly I thought of two people. I thought of you because I knew I was going to have you on the pod on, today, and I thought of Justin, my producer, because we've carved out this kind of lane by accident where we peruse like different candy aisle food conversations and everything whenever we're not talking birds. So I immediately thought of you two, and it was funny because when I hit you on it, you said, "Yeah, no, I tried them <laughs> already," and I was like, oh, man, you know, which is which is awesome." But where? Uh, the snack cakes, where were you at with those? Did you dig them? Did you think they sucked? I don't know who's going to hear this, who hadn't had them already, but would you recommend them to them or no?
1: Ah, so, I mean, it's, it's a lot of chocolate and peanut butter. It's it's like a cake and what, what they made it for was kind of like a late morning snack, not necessarily like a, uh, you know, just a dessert dessert. Like you would have a Reese's like, you know, when you get into work at like nine o'clock and you know, you've already had your breakfast, like it's, at 10, 11 o'clock, you're hungry, but you don't want to eat your sandwich yet for lunch because you know you're going to be hungry again around 2. Mm-hmm. So, like, they made this little snack cake to kind of hold you over. And I like it. I mean, it's it tastes like the um, the tasty cake yep. that they used to partner with Reese's. They used to make a, a tasty cake, uh, the candy cake, yep. I think it's called. Yep. Um, but they, they stopped that partnership, and Reese's <laughs> kind of made their own version of it. So that's kind of what it is. I like it. Um, I don't necessarily eat it every day. Common uh, kind of misconception: I don't eat Reese's every day. Uh, <laughs> but you know, it's it's definitely up there as something that, like, if I do want to have a snack or something that's a little different when it comes to chocolate and peanut butter, I, I I pick it up. But the funny thing is, is like I rarely see it now. Like, there's there's only a handful of Wawas that I know that even carry it anymore.
0: Okay, that's interesting. Because yeah, I mean it I came across it by accident. I was I I'm not gonna say whether or not it made my top five, because I don't want to spoil, but I was I was impressed by it. It was definitely different. Um yeah. what is before we get into the top five, Andrew, Andrew Atheus, uh the Reese's guy joins me here on the pod. Um what is it, give me an under the radar, Reese's, one that you don't think gets uh the, the love that it deserves. <sighs>
1: Honestly, I think it's the the white chocolate Reese's that have pieces in them. Okay. I think that really gets under the radar. Um, I think the dark chocolate Reese's definitely go under the radar. Because yeah, I don't really see those a lot either. Right. And I know there's a lot of people who love dark chocolate, but they didn't know that Reese's had a dark chocolate version. But uh, yeah, those... Those two, I think, are are very underrated and underappreciated.
0: Okay, yeah, and see, I've, I've, there is nothing to be clear. There's nothing bad uh, in in the Reese's arsenal, at least in my opinion. I'm sure yours as well. There is certainly some that stand out, uh, but I, I don't think there's anything bad in the bunch. And I do like the fact uh, that
1: I'll, I'll disagree on that. The, okay, the what do only, you got? The only, and I mean, literally the only Reese's that I will not try. And will not eat is the sugar-free Reeses. Okay. you, know, that see, kind of, have you ever been to like CVS, yeah, like it's like, yeah, it's like right there. It's kind of like hidden. Like there was a stain that they have to sell it.
0: <laughs> right, right. Yeah, and see, it's funny because I, I'm a fat guy, so I if the two words sugar-free, I'm not. It's not going in my face. So if if I had that, I would agree with you. But so yeah, I, I it's sugar-free doesn't normally you know get get bought if I'm in control. But uh, so. Let's. I, I want to get into the top five because I don't want to keep you all night again. I know you're experiencing the 19, and I definitely appreciate you taking the time. Um, i'd like to delve into top fives and just see because i'm a mark for lists top fives mount rushmore's thing like things like that uh and Reese's is right up right up my alley again justin and myself actually the episode uh right after we fired doug peterson we tacked on about a 30 minute conversation about just going down the candy aisle and chopping it up about what was good what was underrated and what sucked so this is this is right up the wheelhouse of the grease pole pod um did you want to go? I think we got to go five to one. You can't do a top five list and go one to five, right? I think you right. got to start at five and go to one. I will right. go first, Andrew. I'll let you go. Uh, that way we'll, be we five, four, three, two, one, you'll get the final say. Um, at number five, I've got, and this could be a bit of nostalgia, I think you got to go Reese's. I always think, you know, you've got the different holiday ones, so I had yeah. to include a holiday one on there. At my number five, I've got the, uh, the peanut butter eggs, the Easter ones you see. Those okay. are the ones I go with. Nostalgia is a factor there. Nostalgia is a powerful thing. Uh, typically, I prefer a strong peanut butter ratio over the chocolate, but I think you got a nice, a perfect peanut butter uh, chocolate ratio there. The eggs just hit different to me than the trees and everything else holiday wise.
1: Yeah, and that's because there's more peanut butter per, per chocolate ratio in the eggs than any other shape.
0: That's why then, because I, I, if you give me a choice in both of them together, obviously you're just chef's kiss. But if you give me a choice of, hey, you go, you can only get one for the rest of your life, peanut butter or chocolate. Which one are you going with? I go peanut butter. So that right there probably explains why I've got it, uh, why it makes my number five. Uh, what do you got to start your list off, Andrew?
1: So believe it or not, my my number five is actually also the eggs. Okay. Cause again, it's, it's just like, and, and let me just preface neither one through four is the regular Reese's cup.
0: I, I were so far we're in lockstep.
1: Okay. So, you know, and, and so like, if I do want to have a regular like Reese's cup, like I'm going straight for the eggs. And the cool thing I love that Reese's did, uh, whether you notice it or not, is that people love the eggs so much that Hershey s- kind of sneakily started selling the eggs year round. So, you hmm. know, in the Christmas, you know, they, they started selling like the mystery shape. Yeah. The mystery shape is really just the egg. Oh, right? now i have to start buying the, the mysteries. Right. So, but like, then like they sold like for Halloween, like they have like the, ah, monsters. It's really just the egg.
0: Gotcha. Like it's,
1: they, they kind of rebranded the egg all year long because people love the
0: egg so much. I never knew that, man. See, this you learn something new every day. I love that because now I'm just going to be forever hunting Reese's eggs. This is awesome that I don't have to wait until March, April to get them. It's just something about yeah. that yellow package, too, man. I don't know. Like, you don't buy something just for the wrapper. I, I I, like the orange wrapper. I think that's part of the reason subconsciously I was always drawn to Reese's because orange is my favorite color. That might be a weird thing, but it's well, I don't just... know if
1: you know this, but uh, so two uh, two little color science facts for you. Okay. So Yellow. No matter where it is placed, yellow is always going to be the first color that you notice out of a group of colors. Okay. So that's probably why that they chose yellow on top of, you know, instead of using like their regular orange. Right. So yellow, yellow, like the human eye picks up yellow faster than it picks up any other color. Okay. So number one. Number two, the color orange that Reese's uses to wrap their uh, their candy, that's a trademark color of orange like Reese's owns that specific hint of orange
0: oh shit i dude and it's it's because there is no other now that you say it there is no other shade of orange like that there's not they
1: they own that exact that exact like hue of orange and you'll notice it whenever any brand tries to do like chocolate peanut butter whatever You'll notice that they they use orange, but like not like the Reese's orange, but they'll use like some kind of orange to signify that, you know, it's a chocolate peanut butter flavor.
0: OK, yeah, good for them man. good for them. That's all they should trademark that orange. God damn it. They've made it more infamous than anybody else. Honestly, yeah. you know, so they should they should reap rewards and they should tell everybody else to piss off if they're going to put orange on their peanut butter uh, chocolate products. Number four um, on my list. I, and this might be a kind of an off the radar choice. I went with the peanut butter lovers cup. Um, it, okay. It's it's you know your standard size cup. And again, I don't have the standard, the traditional Reese's, Reese's uh, cups on mine either. But I again, I'm a peanut butter guy, man. There's something about that that top layer of peanut butter. It's almost fudge kind of texture wise uh, on on the top of the cup. Plus, you get the peanut butter on the inside. To me, it just it hits wonderfully. I love the peanut butter lovers cup.
1: Yeah, uh I, I was gonna ask you because you were saying that you do love the peanut butter. So I was I was gonna ask if you've you've even tried or you know seen the peanut butter lovers. Uh but uh yeah, my number four is actually the it's it's not the uh the Reese's with the pretzels in it, like the new one. It's actually the pretzels that are like the uh actual like the Snyder's pretzels that are covered in Reese's I don't know if you've seen that
0: yes I almost bought a bag this Saturday and now I regret not buying it because I've had them before and they're amazing but in retrospect I hate myself that I didn't buy them because now I want some
1: yeah they're uh I when I when I used to work so I used to work in uh investment banking I used to have like a bag of that by my desk and I would just go through a bag in in an hour it's understandable it's supposed to last me the week but it'd be gone by you know the (laughs) end of my task
0: yeah, no, you can't, you can't just, you can't have one or two and walk away. There's absolutely no way. Those things are amazing. Justin just pulled up pictures of them now and I want to eat the fucking computer screen because they look so good. And I even had this. That's one of the off the radar ones for me. I love them. I just don't have it very often because nine times out of 10 for me, you know, it is, I'm stopping in a Wawa on the way home and I'm grabbing, you know, a pack of smoke, some gas or whatever. And now I'm in here, I'm going to grab a Reese's because you know, why the fuck not? um great choice that wasn't even on my radar I always forget about the pretzels I'm going number three I think this is an off the radar one as well probably not for you but I think this one definitely doesn't get the love it should uh for my number three I go Reese's sticks man and wow I think that it it, for me like if we're doing if we're if we were going outside of the Reese's family here and just going straight top five candy I would have a Kit Kat on the list Um, The Reese's sticks just kind of resemble It's like a Kit Kat to me And this could be I don't know if this is what they were going for But they remind me of a Reese's Like if a a love child of a Reese's and a Kit Kat I've I've always, I've dug them man Something about that wafer in there You know, when you put that with the chocolate peanut butter Man, it's, it's, I like that crunch
1: Yeah, you know, it's crazy You know, I don't really know a lot of people Who even heard of the Reese's sticks But it's like one of those things where it's like Either someone's never heard of it or it's like they're one of their top favorite Reeses. Like, there's no like in the middle, right? Like, I've literally never met someone who's like, yeah, they're okay. Like, it's <laughs> either I don't know what that is, or I want to be bathed in like Reese's sticks.
0: Yes, yes. Well, if they don't know. They need to get familiar, man. They need to get yeah. familiar.
1: You know, and it's crazy because like it, Reese's has a lot of different variations. Like, there's a there's a almost I think over thirty. So between 30 and 40, I wish I had the specific number because there's there's new ones that came out. and I'm not sure if I'm allowed to count those or not. But right. you know, there's like somewhere over 30 different types of Reese's products that Hershey has made. So it's kind of hard for a lot of people to, you know, obviously know and try all 30. Right. But, you know, when you do find one, you usually find it like accidentally because you go into a Wawa, like a different Wawa than you normally do. And you're like, oh, my God, I didn't know they had... This, this they don't have this in my other Wawa right just start going to this Wawa instead of the other one I go to because this one has the the Reese's treats that I like
0: yeah they got the good stuff that for me was the outrageous I just stumbled across the outrageous about three weeks ago Justin actually texted me about it and I had never seen them until after he texted me like a couple days later I found it and was like oh my god I have to try because anything and I'm not this way with any other candy but anytime I see a new Reese's that I've never tried before I like I have to you know I, I just I can't the i cannot resist you know okay there's this now i've got to try it and see what it's about
1: yeah the Reese's outrageous was actually what the uh those two contests that we're talking about that's kind of what they were promoting okay they were like who's our most outrageous Reese's fan gotcha that's kind of what they were trying to trying to push you know with this contest or the the two different contests that they had and actually funny quick little funny side story uh you know, after I had already kind of established my relationship with, with the people at Hershey, um, I had the pleasure to kind of go to one of their little conferences. Like, you know how like big companies have a conference where they're like, this is how our stocks are doing. And this is like what's on the board for the next three years. And Right, sure. Know, this, yada, yada, yada. Like, you know, those kind of meetings. Yeah. I got to meet the person or I met the person who had decided to make it a Reese's Wawa contest. Because believe it or not, they were stuck between making it a Reese's Wawa contest or a Reese's Sheets contest.
0: Oh no, Wawa. And had they day. made
1: it a sheets contest, I would not have even known, nor would I've even applied, nor would I have even won. And you wouldn't be talking to me right now. Well, so I'm, I'm, all because the lady who was in who could make the decision decided to do Reese's Wawa instead of Reese's Sheets is the entire reason why I am who I am right now.
0: Well, it was a good call by then because Wawa is, and it's funny, man. Because I, you know, I'm from Philly originally, uh, you know, Ben Salem, just outside Northeast, and I, I live in Virginia now. And it's funny, man, because for the longest time. Uh, you know, Wawa was not it had not made its way down here yet. It's seven are down here or what Wawa's are back home. You know, seven eleven is everywhere on every street corner here. Yeah. And, you know, you 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 know, ask hey, seven eleven it kind of sucks. You talk about Wawa and people, ah, hey, what's Wawa? It sounds kind of goofy. And then then Wawa started kind of trickling their way down here, and now everybody is like, yo, Wawa's the shit. And I'm like, Right. Like, you know, tried telling you guys, you know, but You want to make fun of it because it's got a funny name or whatever. So definitely, I think it was the right call, Wawa over Sheets. I mean, I'm a little biased, but.
1: Right. But I mean, remember, this is, we're talking about Hershey, right? Hershey is technically in Sheets territory. Like they're kind of out there towards central west Pennsylvania. So it would have made sense for them to use Sheets instead of Wawa.
0: See, I didn't even know Sheets was, uh, they're headquartered in PA. I didn't even know that.
1: Yeah, so it's a it's a big like uh, it's a big like rivalry between Pennsylvania, right? So like western Pennsylvania, like Pittsburgh area, that's like okay. all sheets, and then like eastern Pennsylvania, where like you know Philly and New Jersey is, that's all Wawa. And then kind of once you move closer to the middle, that's kind of where you start to see it uh, melt a little bit between you know what do you what do you see first? But it's gotcha. it's a big PA battle. That's really all it comes down to.
0: It it you know what it's funny man because when you mention it is. It, I remember a couple years ago when the Flyers played the Penguins at outside at the uh, the stadium series um, at Lincoln Financial. I remember seeing a bunch of signs that Wawa was better than Sheets, and I've never been to West PA in my life, so I you know every everything for me is surrounded by you know the Philly Bucks County, you know areas like that. And I've never been to West PA. And I was wondering, kind of like, yeah, it's kind of weird. You know what I mean? Because I sheets down here, you see them in North Carolina. There's a couple in uh, northern Virginia as well. Charlottesville area. So I had never made the connection. But that's funny. It's another thing for us to, you know, fling doo doo at Pittsburgh over, I guess. Pretty much, you know, which is, hey, it's always fun. Um, what do you got at, uh, at number three, Andrew, on your list? So at number three, uh, I have
1: pretty much any white chocolate Reeses, and actually I, I might get in a little trouble because it's not white chocolate; it's white cream. But for those who are listening, and for you who you know don't necessarily know the legal troubles that uh, <laughs> you know Hershey had to go through, but it's white cream; uh, it's not white chocolate. But any any white cream Reeses. So whether it's the holiday shapes that come in white cream. Whether it's the regular Reese's shape that comes in white cream, whether it's, you know, anything white cream Reese's, it's, I, I love it. And I told the people at Hershey, I was like, listen, if, you know, if I wasn't like the Reese's guy, I'd probably be like the Hershey's cookies and creams guy. Cause oh, like, dude. I love white chocolate. Like that's just my favorite of all the
0: chocolates. The Hershey's Cookies and Cream is a game changer. And I cookies and cream is another thing for me that is very, very much on peanut butter's level. Anything anything cookies and cream, I've gotta I have to try, I have to shove it in my face. Like I'm not a big ice cream guy, but when I do eat ice cream, it's cookies and cream. When Twix, you know, a year ago, whatever it was, put out the cookies and cream Twix instead of You know, the regular ones, I was like, I have to try this. And immediately it shot up above, you know, the caramel Twix, you know, and the peanut butter Twix is solid, too. But I was like, man, this is awesome. So I've never had those, but I need to keep an eye out for them. But I don't want to make this about other candy because that's not what we're here for. Um, Number two on my list. And this I went back and forth one and two. What's going to go where this was like picking between your children. But I ended (laughs) up in my silver medal spot. I went with the original Big Cups. Um, and I love, to be clear, any Big Cup is superb, but I, there's something about that, the original Big Cup, man, that just, I, I. you give me crunchy peanut butter, you give me creamy peanut butter, I'm good either way, but I will opt for creamy. So there. that's why I lean original Big Cup, and when that thing first came out, it was like, dude, holy shit, like, you mean to tell me there's peanut butter cups where I can get more peanut butter than the regular? Like, this is awesome. So that... Ever since they've came out, they have been at the top of my list.
1: Yeah, I, 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 I get that. I appreciate that. I, I respect that at number two. I do. Um, you know, my number two, it, it actually stems from number three, but it's the white chocolate with the pieces. And okay. the reason why I love that, because that's like my my max when it comes to like Reese's Overload, <laughs> right? So, you know, I get the white chocolate, I get the peanut butter, and I get Reese's Pieces inside of it. Which, fun fact, uh, Reese's Pieces actually has no chocolate in it whatsoever. I don't know really? if people knew that or not. No. But there's no there's no chocolate in Reese's Pieces. It's just peanut butter bites.
0: Oh, no wonder I like them.
1: Right. So, you know, <laughs> you get pretty much a mouthful of peanut butter and then, like, slightly crunchy peanut butter with the white chocolate in, in, uh,
0: inside of it. I'm there, man. I'm there. And he, like I said, I love the, I love that pieces are now being utilized as like a utility piece. Like they're being used to enhance other Reese's products. It's awesome. It's perfect. I it, It's like, why did we not think of this 10 years ago? This is phenomenal. Um, I went for my gold medal man. And, and like I said, once I, once I settled between the original big cups and this one and I saddled them at two, number one for me, I had to go fast break. Uh I may be overvaluing that a bit, but it there's something, man. I'd like the again, the peanut butter ratio there I feel is solid. You get a you get a hefty amount of it, a fair amount of peanut butter. The nougats hit phenomenally when you combine everything together. Uh and it always feels like a, a fast break is like you get you get a good size bar when you get a king size fast break. I don't know if if that's just psychological mind fuck, but Fast Break is top of the list for me, man. I don't know where you have it. If it had be in your top five or top ten, could be number one, but it's it's number one for me.
1: It absolutely is my number one. Yes. You, know, you 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 might need to be like my sidekick when it comes to all this Reese's guy stuff because we're like the same person.
0: I'm there, brother. But,
1: you know, it's it's again, it's the nougat that really sells it for me. And I have some friends that are up in Canada, and like they can't get Reese's Fast Break. So oh, no. whatever. You know, I get to travel again, I gotta go up to Canada. I have a long list of people who are like waiting for me to bring up some Reese's Fastbreak. I'm like their are Reese's drug dealer. And I, <laughs> yeah, like, meet right. him in a shady alley and you know, be like, Hey man, you got the stuff? Yeah, like, yeah I got the stuff. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Reese's fast break. And the funny thing is like I only recently discovered Reese's fast break, maybe like a year and a half ago.
0: Okay. And
1: it it was only because, you know, once you start getting so involved with Reeses and involved with Hersheys, you really start to see all the new Reeses products. Right. And I was like, "Hmm, Reeses Fast Break, let me try this." And once I did, I was like, "Oh, where has this been my entire life?"
0: Dude, right? And, it's cocaine. It you can't you can't walk away from it afterwards. No.
1: No, it's it's easily definitely, you know, if if we had to have, you know, a top 6, you know, I would have made you know four, two through five you know essentially three through six and then you know my top two would have been fast break at number two yeah. fast break at number one yeah like, man it's, it's it really is utterly delicious
0: it is superb it is and I I that's it's always been my favorite again I hate I'm not slighting the original big cups at two but I could not I couldn't not put fast break at one because for me the way I determined this was if I'm going into a Wawa or I'm going into wherever and I'm only buying one, which one is my go-to? Which one do I always grab first? Like if I'm not sitting there and debating it and there's – Fast Break is my go-to always, every time. So that's that's how I arrived at it, number one. I love that we have the same. There's a lot more similar here than I, I thought, man. I thought I might be getting weird with some of my picks, man, but I'm glad it worked no. out this way. no.
1: You know, it's crazy. I, I was shocked that you didn't say take five. I know a lot of people really love the the recent take five uh that, that came out a couple couple months ago.
0: If we were doing honorable mentions, they would have probably made it for me. I think what's weird, and this is gonna be a bizarre take probably. I think if you're going take five, you gotta go the mini take fives. I think those are superior yeah. to the the full the bar take fives because we got a sack of them for Halloween. And the mini take fives, like, I would kill five or six in a sitting because gross. And, you know, the 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 bar itself is is still fine. Again, it's a Reese's, but it's not the mini take fives to me are better. It's kind of like, I don't know, if like, there's people that think, like, mini M&Ms are better than the regular ones, you know. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's something about that, man. The take five was definitely in the conversation for me, man. But as I was making cuts, I was like, man, I can't, like, I can't justify them in my five. I just can't.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it's it's that's kind of how I feel when it comes to like the Reese's minis. Yeah, like those little like the regular cups, but like the mini size ones. Like I'll I love those a lot more than I like the regular Reese's cups. Because again, you just pop them in your mouth, and you know you blindly eat like a hundred of them accidentally.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, and they're like,
1: I, I had a whole bag here. I don't know what happened. I'm the only one sitting here, but they're all gone.
0: Right. What the hell happened? Why are there only four left now? What the hell? I might as well just finish these four now because right, it's gonna... I might as
1: well. I mean, like, who, who's going to stop me? No right. One.
0: Yeah. And you know what's going to look dumb? This whole big bag with four in there. I might as well just eat them all and hide the damn evidence. Right.
1: Hide, hide the bag. Right. And because, because I'm an adult and I have money, I can just go buy a new bag and make it seem like <laughs> I'm one.
0: Exactly. I can make it look like I have discipline when in reality I have zero. <laughs> exactly. So hey, look, Andrew, man, really, really appreciate you uh taking part in this, man. I really, really do. I had a blast. I hope you did too. Where can uh where can the folks find you out on social media?
1: So they can find me pretty much everywhere. Like I said before, I love the sound of my voice, especially when it means that I'm typing it. Uh so <laughs> they can find me on Twitter. It's just at Andrew Atheist. But my uh my name, like the bolded part of my name on Twitter is the Reese's guy. So I'm sure if you search. Reese's on Twitter. I'm probably one of the first people that pops up. Um, that's kind of that's kind of one of my goals. Is that when you Google Reese's or when you search the internet for Reese's, I show up before the candy does. But uh, we'll see. We'll see if we uh, get to that point yet. But all of my social media is just at Andrew Atheist. Except for TikTok, I am at the Reese's guy. So at the underscore Reese's underscore guy. Um, and then I have a YouTube channel that I actually just started that uh, holds. All of my music videos, and that's also the Reese's guy. So, you could pretty much find me anywhere that the uh, the internet exists, except for OnlyFans. I don't have a Reese's <laughs> guy OnlyFans. <yet.
0: laughs> there could be a niche to be carved out, though. Then there's there's some people that are into some goofy shit. So, yeah,
1: I'm not sure if I'm ready for that. Yeah, yet.
0: no, I hear you. I'd leave that lane for someone else, man, for sure. I think I think you're definitely carving out the better of the two paths. Let somebody else find out, you know, what to do with a big cup in their privates. But right. uh, <laughs> Andrew, really appreciate you taking taking the time, man. Really enjoyed the hell out of it, man. And uh, everybody, give him a follow on social media. Um, support his work, man. Thanks for the backstories and everything. This was really awesome. And uh, we'll be in touch, brother. Thanks so much for everything.
1: Ah, thanks for this. It was a lot of fun. It uh, helped me kind of get out of bed a little bit and talk and you know make sure I'm I'm not losing any of my senses with this COVID stuff.
0: Yeah, definitely you don't want to you can't be the Reese's guy and lose your taste with the 19 right. man. You, that, right, that, that then then I'll start
1: saying stuff like, you know, yeah, you know, those Snickers, they
0: taste just like Reese's. <laughs> right, right. You can't you can't blaspheme man because of this damn virus. So right. really appreciate everything, brother. And uh, you know, kick kick the 19's ass, man, and and you know, be back in no time, man. Appreciate everything.
1: Will do. Thank you.
0: Absolutely, brother. So that was Andrew Atheus, a.k.a. the Reese's Guy. Appreciate his time. Really, really, really enjoyed the hell out of that. I was kind of, you know, I think, Justin, there's pressure when you have the Reese's Guy coming on the pod. Well,
2: especially over here in, in this podcast studio. Yes. As much as we talk about Reese's Food and, and Reese's, yeah, and, and whatnot, I have... You have no idea how happy I am that both of you had the Fast Break. I think Dude, yes. Fast Break is a criminally underrated candy bar.
0: It is. Nobody it is. talks
2: about the Fast Break, but it is amazing. At one point in my life, uh, and funnily enough, it was probably when I was one of my thinnest, uh <laughs> I would just get a fast break bar for my lunch. Like right. I would pop into a Sev's, I'd eat my fast break on the way up to Williamsburg, yeah. and then that was my lunch.
0: Dude, a mobile fast break That's hits better best. than, like, yeah, if you're just sitting down. It, it hits so the well.
2: best. And it, like I said, criminally underrated. It
0: is. I don't know why it doesn't get, and I felt like, I, I looked at my list quite a bit today because I was feeling really insecure. Because you gotta, you know. Like we're chopping it up with the Reese's guy, man. Like I wanted my, I wanted him to be right. I wanted him to respect my knows. list. Yeah, yeah, I wanted him to be like, okay, this list is solid, and I, I feel good now, man. I don't even want to talk about anything that's going on with the team right now.
2: <laughs> well, you know, you know, black uniforms, uh, th- those are coming to the forefront again. <laughs> I, 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 look, man, I know you don't want to talk too much birds, but like. Because I help you with this show, mm-hmm. like the birds are on my radar.
0: Yes, I'm sorry, pal.
2: <laughs> so, like, <laughs> watching what's going on with your man's number 11 <sighs> is comical. <laughs> Dude. you've gone to bat for him so many times here. Right. And he is just like, <laughs> I like, little tiny slaps. Like, not hard slaps.
0: Just, just like brushing you, you so, know? Paint brushing whatever, you. Man. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh, fuck Everybody your support. was
2: dumping on him all season. And you're like, hey, man, like, look. Look what's the dumpster fire around him right. <laughs> and and he's then
0: like, ah. yeah, and the Super Bowl happens last night and because how many times have we said here on the pod, hey using last night as an example, Pat Mahomes, you could put Pat Mahomes behind this O line. what the fuck do you think he's gonna do? And then Pat Mahome's two fucking starting offensive tackles were out last night and look
2: what happened to him. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Proof is in the pudding. you as know they say. right is pudding. Oh my
0: God! Oh man,
2: it exists. I've had it before.
0: Does it really make it? But yeah. Okay, can we can we explore pudding real quick? (laughs) Because we're here now. Pudding is also underrated.
2: Yeah, dude. Well, because I don't know if it's because it's just like goofy to say people don't take it seriously. It's cheap. That, too. You can get, like, a four-pack of the snack packs for 89 cents. Yes. I mean, like, that's Kroger brand, but it's still pudding, man. It's still fine. It's still fine, and man. You could get, uh, like, just the Jell-O box of pudding for mm-hmm. a buck. Get right. some milk and suddenly Go to town. you have dessert. What right. Up?
0: Exactly. They used to have, do you remember when, uh, shout out local fo- 757 talk, uh, when they had a, the what the hell was the hibachi buffet right up here on Mercury, the same shopping center as Popeye's. They closed down a bunch of times. They had, it was a hibachi buffet. It had a goofy ass name and they had, we would go there every Sunday morning, like group of buddies and shit and, you know, our women and everything. And, uh, that sounded really sexist. I didn't mean it to be that way. (laughs) We let them come out of the house to eat hibachi with us, (laughs) you know? So this was the one night at one day a week where they did not cook. But, um, they had this, you know, they got, like, the the dessert. I miss a buffet. I hate COVID, man. But <laughs> I don't miss buffets, but that's a God, conversation I do. for another All day. This, this episode's made me hungry as fuck, man. <laughs> I not want to do anything but eat right now. <laughs> but they had, like, a dessert section of the buffet, and in it was an entire, like, vat, like, the the aluminum, like, the steel tray, whatever. Mm-hmm. And there was, like, it was chocolate pudding, it was whipped cream, and it was, like, cookie crumbles. Oh. And I would get... Just a, uh, in a f-
2: too much. <laughs> I think offensive was the word you were going for. That's offensive. Right.
0: Just a dis- just a grotesque amount of <laughs> this shit, and just keep heaping it on my plate before we left. And she would just be like,
2: <laughs> "Can you? Not? This is
0: embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, why?"
2: You it's know? pudding. What do you want for But it's
0: so good. And it was a perfect cap off to the meal because yeah. you get the spicy hibachi and then you get the cool pudding oh, and whatever. And there was times where I was just like, just go lift the tray out and just bring it back to the table. Like, what would they say? Like, sir, you can't. Please don't. <laughs> Other people might like some. I'd
2: appreciate it if you didn't do that. Uh, this is, Sir, this is for everybody. Not, not just no you.
0: Nope, mine.
2: Get out of here. Because
0: I did the lick and I put my finger in it. <laughs> You know, like a like a child.
2: You know what pudding is great in? I've never seen it made anywhere. You have to buy it. You you pretty much have to make it yourself. Pistachio pudding is underrated. Never had it, dude. Never it, had it. If you could, if you can stand green things, I know some people have a problem eating green things. Uh,
0: depends on what it is, man.
2: Do you have have you ever bothered with pistachio
0: ice cream? Like. No, and I've heard it's okay. It's good. See, it's not the color for me as so much as most green things you eat are leaves, and I'm not eating a fucking leaf. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not. I probably should, but no.
2: Uh, pistachio pudding is very good. Okay. and Well, you know, I'll go to bat for it. Right. I enjoy some pistachio pudding. Right. I get that I'm, so, I'm out on a limb there. <laughs> right, right. Because how can you go wrong with a nice chocolate? Lemon, dude. Oh, oh dude. dude.
0: Lemon is such an underrated flavor. In
2: everything, really. Yes. Like, like everything. Yes. When I was a kid, my mom would be like, oh, you want chocolate or vanilla cake? Nah, man, get me lemon. Yo, a lemon cake yeah. is so good. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Get. I used to get a lemon cake a lemon cake with chocolate frosting because be- both it's worlds. my birthday, yo. Right. <laughs> I get what I want. It's my birthday. What, are you going to pick my cake? And everybody was like... You're so weird, man. I'm like, yeah, except no. Right, more for me then, Dick. Don't like, eat my awesome cake. It's chocolate frosting, which is what you want anyway. Right. With lemon cake,
0: dude. Lemon Get is off. so good, man. Come Lemons. On. <laughs> there is a place in uh, a Virginia Beach called Sugar Plum um, that has a lemon cake. I want to buy one now, and we're going to eat it live on the pod one yeah. day, and just talk with full mouths. <laughs> I- <laughs>
2: I, there's also so there's a, a donut joint here in uh hampton glazed donuts yeah and back when we were still doing rfr um within the first couple of months we had them in on gmyd okay i remember they, that they brought donuts in fat kids what are you gonna do
0: did <laughs> they bring in the fruity pebbles one
2: they brought a Fruity, oh, fruity pebbles one. oh dude i think matt got that one but I got kind of leftovers, and I'm I'm looking at it. I'm like, well, what's up with this one? It was a blueberry donut mm. with lemon oh, frosting. Dude. I had never had blueberry and lemon before. Solid. Unreal. Blueberry
0: together. also doesn't get the love it deserves. It really I don't doesn't. know what it is, man. I don't know why people think, like, if you go berry, it has to be, like... Like, flavors are all the same thing, like strawberry or whatever, like, and I'm a big raspberry guy. Raspberry's good. You put, you give me a raspberry fucking turd, (laughs) I'm good, man, I'm eating it, you know? I mean, okay, maybe that's a stretch, but you get the point, (laughs) I like, like, yeah, I like raspberry. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, man, I think there's, there's an underbelly of berries that don't get the appreciation that they deserve. Blueberry's definitely one of them.
2: Blueberry, rhubarb does, uh, rhubarb's not a berry, but like, as far as, I guess rhubarb's a fruit, it's like a, well,
0: isn't it a root? Yeah. It's, okay. I, gonna say it's like I got that root. right. I was going to say if I like because I put that out there pretty confident when I really wasn't sure, <laughs> and if you were
2: going to be like, no, it's not. <laughs> Rhubarb's really tart, and usually it goes with strawberry. But like strawberry rhubarb is full. Well, okay. But uh, now we're talking pie. We've moved away from pudding, so let's not get
0: <laughs> okay. But here's it here's because I will die on a certain hill for a certain pie. What if you favorite pie? Where do you go? This isn't even a debate for me, dude.
2: All right. So if if you're putting a gun to my head and you're saying it just like you did, fair yeah. pie, go Key Lime. Like I can't. Yes. Yes. Like Same, dude. It's unreal. Like, I love Key Lime, man. It is. There's just something about that tartness. It's so good, dude. And, you it's know, so good. Lemon Meringue is up there. Yes, I agreed. Will, I will give Lemon Meringue its just desserts, pun intended. Yeah, yeah. But Key Lime is Dub. just. And it's rare. Like, right. I feel like Key Lime is rare. I don't see a lot of it.
0: It doesn't get the love it should at all. Um, Why? I, do, I don't know, because everything has to be chocolate or whatever, man. I mean, a good chocolate. Look, man, like, what, am I going to turn down a chocolate pie? Of course not. No. But, you and, know, look, I, slice I, of pie to go. Give me that Key Lime.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you're not gonna i'm not gonna turn away like a hot app, piece of apple pie with some vanilla you know Oh, uh, that's the
0: key you have to have the vanilla with an apple pie very
2: good cherry great. Mm-hmm. blueberry pie outstanding lemon pie yes wonderful win but there's something about key lime oh dude it's so good man that's just undebatable it's so rob good is rob here rob is here
0: i see his photo yeah. I guess it's time for Gear Freaks then. I yeah, should we- probably <laughs> shut the hell up. I'm going to get to zero of the Carson Wentz shit this week because I don't care. I had a lot of fun with the Reese's guy. We just talked Pies. Uh, I'm going to quit on the note that he and I agreed on fast breaks at number one, and you and I disagreed that key lime is the best pie there is. Yeah, I think it's a good note to get the hell out of here. And to be honest, if you really want to talk Carson Wentz and all that other shit, just go to the cesspool that is Eagles Twitter and Eagles social media. You can follow me at Greasepole Podcast on IG. I've got thoughts on it, but uh, I feel really good about this episode. And why? When you're on a high, you know what you shouldn't do. Why torture yourself? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I'm not I've I've delved down this shit all weekend, rabbit hole of what's gonna happen, yada yada. This dominated my, you know, fucking life for the last forty eight hours to the point where late Saturday night I was doing like the weird hammered guy, like one eye open on <laughs> Eagles Twitter, trying to see like maybe it's gonna break at two thirty because the Stafford golf trade broke last Saturday, so that means this has to break today. <laughs> and my dumb ass didn't even think, Yeah, no, the Super Bowl's tomorrow. They're not gonna do it and take away from the Super Bowl. Yeah. Dumb fuck. But that's what happens when maybe you're drunk. This weekend. Right. Oh, before we get out of here, Gear Freaks tomorrow. What's
2: dropping for the folks? Yo, we found out some stuff about the New York Rangers. Randy, Randy uh from uh, Live on Four Legs, joined <laughs> us, and we talked about. All, we came out pretty aggressive with our hate <laughs> on the New York Rangers. We
0: love Randy, but we had
2: to let him know. We had to let him know. We had to. I mean, especially after what happened with Dennis when he came and right just kissed the ring. We had to take the pod back. So it's like, look, <laughs> and we had we were then all right. And we were of course he made us feel bad about it which you'll have to listen yeah
0: it definitely because we do it real quick we find oh man we it's our guy man i mean more so yours than mine but i like randy's in the discord with us we chop it up all the time you should join the discord as
2: well people um justin plug the discord for the folks you can find it by going to legion of stupid or you can get a link from either Corey or myself
0: yes And you need to get in there because uh, things are happening. You might be able to get on them with us potentially, which, uh, yeah, pay attention to Gear Freaks at Gear Freaks pod on IG and Twitter and stay tuned for that. But, yeah, man, it was a blast uh, talking Rangers with Randy. I think that, you know, it's funny, man, because you have these preconceived notions of teams, you know, Mm -hmm. teams get ups. And then you have somebody on who has like an attachment to him. It's like we have Mike on with the Fisherman. You go, ah, man. It really wasn't like that I said, bad. Oh. I guess it's not too offensive. Yeah. Fuck you for disarming me, you know? Because I mean, I, we came in like, oh, let's get him.
2: We <laughs> were going to pile on. Yeah. And he was like, no, nah, man, check out all this great stuff. <laughs> right. It's like, oh. All
0: right, cool. And, and Adam Graves sweater. Yep. <laughs> all right. But no, we love Randy. Follow along at Gear Freaks Pod on IG and Twitter. New episodes are available of Gear Freaks every Tuesday on all podcast platforms. I think before next week's episode, which will be episode 40, for whatever milestone that is, things with zeros at the end of them tend to be milestones, so there's that. I think we have a new quarterback uh, by the end of next week. Or, you know, uh, the same quarterback, but just the old one's the hell out of here. I think it probably happens by then. I'm not going to delve into it when we got to talk fast breaks and key Keyline Pie. My thoughts are all over the IG at Grease Paul Podcast. If you want them, uh, they're there. We'll get into all the Carson Wentz stuff next week And uh, be depressed sacks of Zoloft Egg pieces of shit then We're going to end this one on a high note people We will see you back here next week As always, go birds Yo, how'd Barkley put it? <laughs> Looking like another grease pole night in Philly. Philly Philly, Philly Go birds Go Go ah! oh, 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 okay, yeah! Go